Welcome back, Giants fans. We finally get our answer. Joe Shane will be the next general manager of the New York Giants. Now, before we get into Joe Shane and all that, because there's plenty to talk about, and the future head coach, I want to thank the Giants, first and foremost, for actually conducting a real general manager search this time around. Just five years ago in 2017, the Giants had four GM candidates, three within the building, and one being Louis Riddick. This time around, five years later, they interviewed nine guys from great organizations. They went outside the box for the first time, and this is the first non-George Young tree hire for the Giants since 1979 to be the GM. So I am super excited the Giants finally went out of their comfort zone, which is something they had to do, and they finally got a guy who I think is very qualified to be a general manager in the NFL. So Joe Shane, of course, was the assistant GM with the Buffalo Bills since 2017. He was hired there in May of 2017, so he was not a part of the 2017 draft, which was a good draft for Buffalo, by the way. But to build that team from the ground up, you know, starting with Josh Allen in 2018 and just having good drafts and signing the right free agents, making that big Stephon Diggs trade and being that right-hand man to the current GM of the Bills, Brandon B. It's very encouraging that he's coming from that type of organization. Now, there are people that said, well, if Josh Allen was not there, the Bills would be nothing. But, like, you can say that for most good teams in the NFL. Like, what are the Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes? It's just a stupid argument. So, what the Bills have done in recent years is very impressive. I mean, they right now are one of the Super Bowl favorites. It depends what happens against the Chiefs this weekend, but that's not Joe Shane's problem anymore. He is now part of the Giants. Now, of course, before the Buffalo Bills, Shane spent about a decade with the Miami Dolphins, more in the scouting department. He had some ties with Bill Parcells when he first got to Miami, so maybe that's a connection right there that he needed, but still, it seems like the Giants actually did the right thing. They sat down, well, not sat down, it was Zoom, but they basically interviewed nine candidates, once again, from good organizations. We had the Titans, the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Bills. There were good candidates here, and the Giants seemed like they finally got their decision right. Now, I was definitely an Adam Peters fan. I wanted him to get the job, but Joe Shane was very high on my list as well, so this is very exciting. I feel a hundred times better about this hiring than I did back in 2017 when they hired a Gettleman. So this is a great feeling as a Giants fan. Of course, the head coaching spot is very important. We got to get that right as well. We'll talk about that coming up here. But as for Joe Shane, it seems like he wanted to wait till he was qualified. There was a quote from Brandon Bean, the Bills GM once again, not too long ago. I think it was 2019 actually, talking about Joe Shane being a future GM. I'll read that for you guys real quick. So in 2019, Brandon Bean told The Athletic about Joe Shane. He's going to be a GM. The thing about him is he's smart enough to know that he's still learning and growing and he's going to try and get stronger at his craft. He wants to be totally ready when he gets in there instead of just rushing into the seat and trying to figure it out. Joe's that guy that he wants to have all the answers to the test before he goes and sits down. So seems like a guy that's very prepared and, and definitely is prepared for this job. This was only two years ago, this quote, but you can learn, actually three years ago, it's 2022. But still, you can learn a lot in that time, of course, and the Bills have been through a lot. They've been to an AFC championship game, made the playoffs twice in that span, I believe. So They've seen a lot there, and I'm sure he's learned a lot himself, and he's still only 42 years old, I believe, so he's more of a young guy, but as I've always said, youth should not scare the Giants when it comes to a GM hire. Sometimes, I think especially in today's NFL, where a lot of stuff relies on analytics and computers and all that crap, it's better to have a younger guy rather than have the guy in his late 50s and 60s try to just basically do everything by using his eyes and, and just the eye test. Like There's more to running an NFL team, as we know, than just looking at film and deciding, oh, this guy's a good player this guy's a bad player. There's a lot more that goes into a GM, of course. You have to build your depth at important positions. You have to navigate your way through the draft, trading up, trading back, and, and waiting for the right players, knowing where the value is in the draft and things like that. 
obviously giving out the right contracts, signing the right free agents, and just having a better vision. The Giants were never a forward-thinking team the past four or five years when they made some of these decisions. Like, yes, Saquon Barkley was the best player in the draft, right? I've even said that as a person that was not a fan of the pick, but Saquon, talent-wise, was the best player in the draft. But why did it make sense to draft Saquon Barkley with no offensive line and coming off a 3-13 and season where we know that running backs in the first round, they're most valuable on their rookie contracts. So when were the Giants going to be good when Saquon Barkley was on his rookie contract? It's things like that that they were not forward-thinking about. And even drafting Daniel Jones. Like, you draft Daniel Jones, but you keep Eli Manning around on a $22 million cap hit when you could have invested Eli Manning's $22 million into the offensive line or another receiving weapon to help Daniel Jones grow as a rookie. So it's things like that. The Giants always had a flawed process, and I'm just I'm excited for this new regime to hopefully finally get things right and just think these things out and just have a more sound process because that's been a massive problem with the Giants. Yes, they've missed on things and people with good processes can still miss on things, but the Giants always put themselves in such a bad spot. And unfortunately for them, it just turned out in the worst way possible, having the worst record in football since 2017. Now with Joe Shane, according to John Mara, it just seems like John Mara wants to just give this GM and head coach basically all to say. I think John Mara finally realized like he just has to get out of the way and let these guys who are football people do the right things and I think this GM search was so crucial for the Giants because if they went down the wrong path again we're looking at another four or five years of awful football and there's no guarantee Joe Shane works out he might be worse than Gettleman for all we know probably not but still um it just this was big for the Giants they had to get it right and just knowing that they did their due diligence to interview the right guys and have a great list there were a few guys on that list whether it was uh Hortiz, Peters, Shane, someone else I'm forgetting, but they had some really, really highly thought of people around the NFL that were interviewing for this Giants GM job, not just giving the job to Kevin Abrams because, oh, you've been in the building for 20 plus years. They've actually done it the right way here. So there is no guarantee Joe Shane is that guy. He might not be a good GM. We'll see. I think he is, but we'll see what happens down the road. But um, I just think the Giants actually did the right thing here for once, and it feels great. So I'm optimistic, of course. I have changed my Twitter name to Mike the Optimistic Giants fan, so that's definitely definitely great to hear but um as for the head coaching spot we'll get into that real quickly some tweets have come out about that recently you can see the one from adam shafter here it came out about an hour ago from when i'm doing this giants are expected to request permission to speak with former dolphins head coach brian flores for their head coaching position per source flores is from brooklyn and giants would represent a homecoming giants also expected to speak with dan quinn and brian dable amongst others so from what i've seen from people around the uh, you know nfl so far the verified people and all that it seems like Brian Dable is the front runner right now but Brian Flores is right on his tail so like we'll, we'll find out what happens there as for Dan Quinn I'm not taking it that seriously I'd be surprised if it happens and with Dan Quinn I just I never just what I just wasn't a fan of the guy like he definitely did a great job bringing the Falcons to the Super Bowl but I think a lot of that was Kyle Shanahan like look at Matt Ryan's career he had his best year with Kyle Shanahan there so once Kyle Shanahan left after the Super Bowl loss the Falcons were never the same so Dan Quinn, sure, there's things to like there. The Cowboys had a much better defensive year. How much of that was turnover luck? I don't know. But um, Dan Quinn definitely, you know, he's not a guy I take that seriously for this head coaching job, but he should get an interview apparently. So I am a bit nervous for that, of course. But, you know, with Dan Quinn, they, they blew so many leads in Atlanta the past few years when he was there. It's just I, I don't want any part of that. But the guy I think I want right now is Brian Dable. 
And I say that because I've told you guys before, I prefer an offensive head coach here. The Giants offense since 2020 has been like the worst in football under Jason Garrett. And it's not totally Jason Garrett's fault. I know people out there want to defend Garrett and they have a point. There wasn't the best talent here. I never thought Daniel Jones was uber talented. I never thought, you know, the receiving core obviously in 2020 was not good. Saquon Barkley was never the same guy when Jason Garrett got here. There's There's been, you know, obviously the offensive line is not Jason Garrett's fault. Um, there's reasons why the offense is not working out here it's it's a lot easier when you have Tyrone Smith Zach Martin Tony Romo Des Bryant all those guys DeMarco Murray and you're with the Dallas Cowboys but when you come here with the Giants and have limited resources with talent it was a tough job for Jason Garrett but as we could see when Jason Garrett left I mean you can argue the offense got worse under uh, Freddie Kitchens now of course they were stuck with backup quarterbacks and Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm but the point I'm getting to is the Giants really need a much better offense the Giants defense has shown that they've been fine the past couple years. It's not an issue with this team. I mean, they're not top five, but like they're still a pretty good to average defense right now. So with the Giants, the reason they cannot compete is because they're putting up such a little amount of points that it's impossible to win football games in this modern day NFL where putting up points is a thing that most teams in the NFL can do at a pretty consistent level. Like there were some teams this season that scored more in one game than the Giants have in like a four or five game stretch. It was just unbelievable. Like it's just the Giants were not an NFL level offense this year. And that's why I see a guy like Brian Dable who was able to help transform Josh Allen's career because after Josh Allen year two, you know, going back to the end of 2019, there were a lot of questions about Josh Allen. People were all out on the guy saying he's not that good. He'll never be a good quarterback. And then 2020, he came out and had a, a fabulous year, of course, and I think was an MVP candidate behind Aaron Rodgers. So I think Dable's been the OC there since 2018. So he's worked with Josh Allen for a few years now, but you can tell how much he's helped Josh Allen grow. And the thing that Brian Dable brings over is like that crossing route concept those deep crossing routes which you know obviously against man defense those are going to be better but if you can find the right quarterback to just you know pick a part of defense and zone even and just find the right places to throw the ball when you're running deep crossers a lot of times when they're playing cover two you'll have like those deep corners open so like just I think those route concepts will help whichever quarterback we have here, whether it is Daniel Jones, whether we traded for Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, whoever it's going to be, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, whoever. It's going to help whichever quarterback comes in here. And for Giants fans, I think most of us has, have realized Daniel Jones is probably not the future quarterback of this team. He may have that stopgap year in year four for 2022 if the Giants don't like this quarterback class or can't pull off a trade for a superstar quarterback. So... Whoever the new quarterback's going to be, whether it's next year or 2023, Brian Dable's a guy I trust to help that quarterback get to where he has to get. Like, I think with Pat Shermer, we saw how much better Daniel Jones was in 2019 with Pat Shermer. Now, Pat Shermer was not a head coach, not really like a leader of men type guy, but Pat Shermer got the best out of Daniel Jones, and I think Brian Dable can get the best out of, insert Giants future quarterback here, you know what I mean? So... I think Brian Dable, in my opinion, would be the right guy for the job. I've watched a couple of mic'd up videos of Brian Dable. I like what he brings to the table, and his offense kind of speaks for itself. Now, it helps to have Josh Allen, superstar level quarterback. I get all that. But at the same time, Josh Allen had to make major improvements from 2019 to 2020 to get where he's at. Now, how much of that is Josh Allen himself? How much of that is Brian Dable? I don't know. But I think Brian Dable deserves some credit for the emergence of Josh Allen the past few years here. So my guy's Dable now... 
Brian Flores is going to get a serious look as well. I've just talked about that, of course, based on the Sheffield tweet. Brian Flores was shockingly fired by the Miami Dolphins. And now the funny thing is with Adam Peters, the guy who was basically the runner-up to this job, the GM job, he had a connection to Brian Flores, apparently. I don't think that Joe Shane has a real connection to Brian Flores. I'm sure they know each other, know of each other, obviously. But I don't know if there's an actual connection there. But apparently the Giants have put in the request to interview Brian Flores. Now, Flores would be fine with me. It wouldn't excite me that much, but I wouldn't hate it either. It's just a wait and see for me. So, But as I said with the Giants, I want an offensive-minded guy. I think this team is soon going to be heading in, in the direction of drafting a young quarterback in the next couple years and having Brian Dable to help groom that young quarterback and give him what he needs and, and, and just helping him is most important for this team because if the Giants don't have a quarterback, how far can you really go? Like the, This roster needs work, of course. We hope Joe Shane can help fix that, but if you don't have the right quarterback either, you're putting yourself in the tough spot. So I do, I want the right quarterback, and I think that Brian Dable will be the right head coach to get that quarterback in, in that position. So that's what I want to happen. But if it is Flores, it wouldn't shock me. So we'll, we'll find out what happens there, of course. Some other names uh, potentially for the Giants head coaching job. There's Todd Bowles, Aaron Glenn, Dan Quinn, as I mentioned, Marvin Lewis, Jim Caldwell, Doug Peterson. Those would surprise me. Now, U Stadium tweeted that list of names, and they've been right before about Joe Judge getting fired, so I kind of trust them at this point. But guys like Marvin Lewis, Jim Caldwell, that would surprise me. Even Doug Peterson to a degree because of being with Philly and, and what he did by benching Jalen Hurts in that final game in 2020. I don't know how many Giants players would love to have that guy as their leader. I don't know. But I feel like I would like Doug Peterson more than most people. I mean, he definitely has a track record of getting wins, going to a Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. So it wouldn't be the worst hire, in my opinion, just a surprising one. So yeah, I mean, on this list, the name that sticks out to me is Brian Dable. That's the guy I want. And hopefully that uh, that does happen, of course, with Joe Shane coming from Buffalo, Dable coming from Buffalo. There's a strong chance that happens. But of course, Brian Flores will get his chance. Dan Quinn will get his chance. And We'll see what happens. I hope in the next week or so we'll find out who that next head coach is. But the Giants got to get this one right because it's three coaches in the past, what, five years, whatever it's been. It's been a rough time to be a Giants head coach. And, you know, with McAdoo being out, not even in two years, having Shermer go two years, Judge go two years, you got to find the right guy here. And I, I do think with this new regime, they will get more time, obviously, with the GM and the head coach being on the same timeline. That's a very important piece. That's why I was bitching for months about how could you bring back Joe Judge if you're going to fire Dave Gettleman. But at least this time, the Giants did it right, and they had the GM and head coach on the same timeline. So therefore, there should be more patience um, with this regime from the front office, um, you know, John Mayer, of course, and the fan base. I hope as fans, we realize this Giants team needs a lot of work. They might not be a great team in 2022. It might take until 2023 or 2024 to see the real results. So I hope as a fan base, we have patience and give Joe Shane the amount of time he needs as long as he does it right. Now, if he goes out there at pick number five this year and drafts a running back or a defensive tackle, then you can go ahead and, and be mad at the guy. But still, right now, at least we got to build this thing the right way, build the foundation, as Joe Judge loved to say, and uh, hopefully get it right down the road. So it's not a quick fix. You got to get out of some of these contracts, maybe make some trades. You know, We'll see what they do, of course, but a lot of it depends on who the next head coach is. That's a very important aspect of the Giants' future and a part I got to get right. So I want to read some more tweets before we get off here. I'm just kind of refreshing Twitter. So Ian O'Connor, who I trust, he said, John Mayer reached out to Brian Flores a couple of nights ago, as Swartz told The Post. Very good conversation. Mara assured Flores that he's a serious candidate and the Giants will be willing to eat money to clear up some cap space. This could be a Flores-Dable steel cage match. Look at that. So that last part about clearing up cap space is very interesting because if you remember, 
Um, Flores wants to work with Deshaun Watson as his quarterback. We've seen that report come out the past week or so. So with John Mara and this report from Ian O'Connor saying the Giants will eat money to clear up some cap space is very interesting. Now, will John Mara employ a guy like Deshaun Watson with his past? I don't know. I'd be very surprised, but man, I would be so excited. If Brian Flores came along with Deshaun Watson, I will take Brian Flores. I will definitely sign up for that. So um, this is going to be interesting to see what happens here, of course. But as much as we want to worry about the Dan Quinns, the Marvin Lewis's, the Doug Petersons, I think this does come down to Dable versus Flores. And I'm more on the Dable side than the Flores side. But as I said, if he comes along with Deshaun Watson, then pff, I'm, I'm sold. You can come over here, Mr. Brian Flores. So this one quote came out from the Bills tight end Dawson Knox uh, the Giants are lucky to have Joe Shane he said so I mean you know if the players like you I mean that's obviously a great thing with Gettleman there was a lot of just bad blood between Gettleman and former Panthers players Steve Smith Josh Norman D'Angelo Williams people coming out in recent weeks saying some bad things about Gettleman including our like former third string tight end Scott Simonson so Gettleman wasn't the best people person, probably wasn't the best person overall. So with Joe Shane, at least it seems we're getting a decent human being and probably a much better talent evaluator as well. So um, that's obviously a great thing. So that's pretty much all I got. I think it's 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 great to be in this position right now as a Giants fan and. I hope by 2023, 2024, we finally get this right and can be ready to compete for a championship again. It's been a long time, and um, you know I, I know it's it's better late than never. But it's it's a shame the Giants could not get this right five years ago. This could have been us in 2017, but you know, unfortunately, John Mara was kind of stuck in his ways, and it seemed like Steve Tisch finally put his foot down this time and really got his way. And now Judge is gone, and Gettleman's gone, and we have a whole new regime. And let's get some Buffalo in New Jersey. Why not? Let's get some Buffalo Bills action in New Jersey here. Get get Brian Dable. We got Joe. Shane and let's see what happens I'm excited about what the future is going to be with this team at the quarterback position whether we have to you know be with Daniel Jones for an, an extra year but I just want to see what Brian Dable can do with our future quarterback whether it be a superstar guy whether it be a, a future first round pick even this class once again with Pickett or Willis or a guy like Corral we'll find out who that is but I'm excited to see it, that if it happens and if Brian Flores comes along and brings Deshaun Watson then I think we're in a great spot so either way there's plenty of reasons to be optimistic as a Giants fan right now it feels good for the first time in a long time but Let's hope that this was the right decision. We look back on this as a great day in Giants history. So that'll do it for the video. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I will talk to you guys next time.